Royce O'Neal joining us tonight. He was one of the guys. You guys had 33 catch and shoot three attempts tonight, Royce. You were you were getting them early. What did you see early? How, you seemed very aggressive and aware that they were going to be there early in the game. Uh, I mean, you know, we were just finding an open guy, you know, swinging the ball. Uh, you know, I think they were defending the paint, so we had to do the kick out threes. And then, you know, we were just knocking them down. Same shots that we've been getting. We talked about this was a hard game for you guys. They force a lot of turnovers, which is not always a strength. They run a lot, which is not always a strength defensively. They do a lot of things that are hard for you guys. Did it? What kept you focused tonight and kept you at this one? Uh, I think our just mentality, you know, the whole game. We knew they were, you know, number one and first and turnovers. Uh, you know, we had to take care of the ball. And, you know, we, I think we just had to make it easier for ourselves. That guy Rudy Gay seems to be all right. Uh, you know, I think he's been watching me a little bit, but no, it, uh, it, it's, big, <laughs> it's big time, you know, that he came back, uh, you know, seeing the way he, you know, come back after all this time, you know, he was ready for it. So, What's he been like in practice and around the team? Uh, he's been great, you know, I mean, he's a veteran leader, you know, helping everybody out, you know, during games and practice, you know, uh, picking his brain and, uh, you know, the knowledge that he got. Royce, uh, I think you've taken the team lead in radio postgame interviews, so we appreciate it. <laughs> hey, I'm just doing my job. All right, thank you, buddy. We appreciate it. Great work. Royce O'Neal, 16 points, four rebounds, three assists tonight on six of eight shooting, four of six and three. The headline will be Rudy Gay's 20 points tonight. T Tim Lacombe and Jake Scott joining us now. And that's a pretty good way to ingratiate yourself to your new teammates to just come on in and shoot seven of eight, five of six and three, add five rebounds, two assists and 20 points. No big deal. No big deal. Setting the bar a little high, though, huh? That is, yeah, it's kind of awesome. <laughs> I, I don't know how many times I've been asked, you know, just out and about, you know, what will Rudy Gay bring? And you know, my answer was always long-winded, but it really kind of hit on what we saw tonight. Most importantly is I think he can get you a bucket, you know. Um, he shot the ball particularly well from three tonight, obviously better than he typically does. But, uh, man, it looked good, and the spacing – I, I just got to talk, the spacing tonight, for the most part, was, was really, really good. What they were giving the Jazz in the first half, a little bit different than what the Jazz were able to get in the second half. Did you see that? Yeah. It, it looked like early, you know, they were going to make Rudy, because the, the way they were picking the Jazz up and forcing the Jazz very, very high on the pick and roll, forced Rudy to catch the basketball, sometimes about eight feet away from the basket. So it seemed like they were giving, they wanted to give up Rudy to see make if he a play. Make some plays. Yes. Right, yeah, yeah. And, and then really just kind of climbed up in everybody. If, if you handled traps and such and, and were spaced right, you're going to get a wide open three, stick, you know, catch and shoot. And that's what they did most of the night. They could handle that pressure. Did you, you, you notice that also defensively, and I know you did, that, that the way they mixed the defense up and then. They, sometimes they would trap Donovan Mitchell, then get out of it. Then they go whole court uh, uh, pressure. I mean, it was just something different a lot that they've probably been winning a lot of basketball. Well, most of the basketball games that they won was probably because of that. You know, they won seven ball games, but it just seemed like teams have figured that out after a while. Man, you can see how that team can get in your head, the way yeah. they play scheme-wise, and then just the physicality, the, the length of them. Uh, you know, you turn your head and there's a couple guys there. So they make you think. And I've always been really impressed with Coach Nurse. What did you, do we overplay it? Your assessment match, this this was a, I mean, with OG and Obi not playing, you, you got to win this game. But that this was a difficult matchup. That this is a, that this one's a tough task for the Jets. Yeah, I, I thought that. I thought that when I, you know, started studying and looking through the roster. And then I listened to, you know, Locked On Jazz, and I was convinced after that. I knew it was going to be a tough you know one. Smart guy, I know. He's, he's, he's sucking up to you. He's making up for it. <laughs> I only took 16 shots at the rim. What am I supposed to do? Hey, no, I, and it wasn't like a, it wasn't a criticism. It was just like, <laughs> hey, we really like that record. Will you play it again, DJ? Right. I guess it was more like that. It was more like that. I was just listening. Well, that, that's, that's we like flattering. that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Tim's got to get over that. And I'm an avid cardigan wearer. So I was a little <laughs> insulted. <laughs> He's wearing one tonight. You got gray hair? But he does. Yeah, it's starting to gray. I'm graying out a little bit. It's all right. Um, <laughs> this league is nuts, by the way. Can somebody explain to me how Philadelphia beat Denver tonight, 103 to 89? <sighs> that team we saw on Tuesday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that outfit. 
Right. I mean, it's, it's a little bit of like on the same level, if you've watched Indiana since they left here, how could have they possibly oh, exactly. beat us? Exactly. You know, you get these teams on these nights where they, you know, Denver got Philadelphia tonight about as sour as you can get it. We got mm -hmm. Indiana about as sour as you can get it. And I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Well, the Jazz certainly look good tonight, we that's did. for sure. They look very, very good yep. tonight. Pace and space, and it never hurts to shoot it. There yep. you go. Thanks, guys. This league is incredible right now. I got to say, every night watching it, there's four guys in the league that are breaking the league individually, just doing things the game's never seen before. And then you've got these groups of teams playing with just active. I mean, this was a fun game. High quality, up and down. And then, you know, John Morant comes into town on Monday. Like, this is... <laughs> Just one after another. It's just great. This is fabulous stuff. So, anyway, have fun, guys. Appreciate it. There you go. David Locke, Ron Boone, doing a great job as always. 119 to 103 is your final. Kicking off the postgame next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night pregame postgame show here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. 119-103 is your final Jazz win. They beat the Raptors. And, yes, post, that means after the game is we don't over. We do it's it again. After the, yeah. We're, we're not, not here for another. We're not starting it up again. No, no. We've earned that game. win. Put it in the bucket. Let's go. Uh, what a great performance tonight um, for the Utah Jazz. And uh, putting together a couple of big-time performances, but uh, shoot 55% from the field. They have 19 makes from three tonight. And uh, what, uh, Coach, uh, seven double player, uh, seven players in double figures tonight? I mean, just a, just a really big-time performance from the Jazz. So a couple thoughts, kind of what we expected, you know, from the start. Uh, but obviously you realize tonight, you know, that the Jazz have had a piece that was really important to them out. Um, but the ball moved tonight. You know, when they, they figured out kind of the turnover issues, and, and I will give – uh, the Raptors credit, they really sold out to steal the ball. Um, and that's why they had 23 turnovers, but it's also why the Jazz made as many threes as they did. So it was kind of risk-reward that that was more of a risk. Um, so so the 23 is a little higher number than you would normally see, you know, in a game for the Jazz, and, and I think a lot of that's the scheme that Toronto played. Well, it's, it's obvious <laughs> – it's obviously that's what they were they were trying to do because it's the only thing they did well defensively. I mean, the Jazz got the shots that they wanted. They got the passes that they wanted for the most part. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm thinking they got it into Rudy, and he had position. We even saw a sweet Euro step from Rudy in the first about the half. Behind the I back mean, pass. Behind the back pass. I mean, it was just kind of one of those, I don't want to say globetrotter-like nights, but it, it seemed like it was one of those nights where you know the Jazz were getting what they wanted for the most part. Yeah, it, it was that. And then I thought they did a good job of dealing with the glass. You know, the, the Raptors really went to the glass hard, and it paid off early. Um, but they, they just neutralized that. They ended up still giving up 14, um, but certainly cleaned it up throughout the game. And I guess the biggest thing, when you go 19 for 46 from three um, and you can throw everything else out the window, you, you know, you just stop talking about transition defense, turnovers, and all that stuff because you're going you're gonna to win most nights. And uh, let's see, 34 assists on 44 made field goals. Pretty good. Yeah, I, I liked what Locks did there at the end of the broadcast. Uh, you know, the Jazz, if they can get it all kind of working, shoot the ball at a, at a normal rate, it could be crazy because they are the, the league's number one offense. But to us around that watch it, it doesn't feel like it. Haven't seen the three ball go down exactly. at the rate. So that... it goes down, and I've always said it. If that starts going in, look out. And the shots have been there. I they mean, have the, been there. And teams, I think, are guarding the Jazz a little bit differently maybe. Maybe guys like Jordan Clarkson are a little closer to the top of the scouting report, things like that. But for the most part, they're getting the shots that they got last year, and they just haven't gone down. And so as uh, they start to go in, it's, it is kind of a scary thought that the Jazz have played like they have thus far this season, which hasn't been, in our eyes, ideal, but still to be ranked that <laughs> number one offensively. I mean, it's... A lot of potential there, it feels like, Coach. No, there's there's no doubt. And that's why, you know, everybody's been so excited. Uh, it was awesome to see Rudy Gay out there. I thought he was terrific. Brought a ton to the team tonight from a spacing perspective. I know I was reading Ben Anderson, your your co-host. Indeed. Um, his tweet tonight, and it was really, it was true. It was enlightening that, you know, there, there's it's not an accident that all this stuff kind of happened tonight because the floor again was 
there's space out there. And, you know, when Rudy Gay makes the shots he's making, guys aren't going to leave him, and it opens up a lot of other things. What a debut. 18 minutes, 7 of 8 from the field, 5 of 6 from 3, 20 points, 5 boards, and 2 assists. And he's big. He's going to be able to guard a bunch of positions. I mean, man, of course, if if he can play like that, he's going to be a key part of, of what the Jazz do go, going forward. But, I mean, even his presence, and, and I know Pascal, energy guy, we've talked a lot, you know, very highly about him this year, and he's deserved it. But Rudy Gay is just, it seems like he's just on a, a little bit different level from a skill standpoint. There, there's no doubt. You know, he he looked like a couple of those shots tonight. I don't want to get way ahead, but, I mean, a couple of those shots from the top of the key were, were Durant-esque. I mean, almost had that feel to him. Um, so I'm excited about what he can bring. I, I think there's still a place for the hustle and toughness of Eric Paschal. And so that's going to be the fun part is how do you divvy all this up and, and how does it all settle out? All right, with that, we will say good night to our network stations. Next broadcast is coming your way on Saturday night. The Jazz will be on the road. Feels like they're one road game uh, <laughs> over like a three-week span, but they'll be on the road on Saturday night taking on the Kings in Sacramento. That game will tip off at 8 o'clock. For those of you sticking around with us, we'll have some post-game sound for you, and we'll continue to break this one as da- uh, down as well. 119-103 to is your final Jazz. Beat the Raptors right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Catch and shoot three. Pow! The clock is at zero, and another Utah Jazz game is in the books. This is the Jazz Postgame Show. Ingles underhand scoop to Conley. Back out to Joe. Fires the three. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Donovan skies and hammers. Now with the recap of tonight's game, here's Jake Scott and Tim Lacombe. Jazz game night postgame show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. Postgame brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Featuring the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Jazz win tonight over the Raptors, 119-103. to Jazz led tonight by Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gay, who both had 20 points apiece. Of course, Rudy Gay making his Jazz debut, had those 20 points in just 18 minutes. Red hot, 5 of 6 from 3, 7 of 8 from the field. Rudy Gobert had 14 points to go along with 11 rebounds. He had a couple of blocks. Royce O'Neal played like he had a bee in his bonnet tonight. He was uh, absolutely all over the place. That'd be his headband. 16 points, four boards, and three assists. As Royce was very good. Whiteside had 11 uh, coming off the bench. Jordan Clarkson with 12. And Joe Ingles. Uh, this this might have been Joe's best game of the year. Uh, 24 points, 10, uh, or excuse me, 24 minutes, four of eight shooting, 10 points. But Joe had eight assists tonight and seven boards and and seemed to be much more active. That's what I felt like. I, the numbers are certainly uh, his best, you know, across the board. But I thought his energy level and activity was way better. Um, you know, he he you felt him out there. He had seven rebounds, you know. And I, I think, you know, he, he's going through, you know, this, it's hard. I would imagine it's hard to age like this and play. Uh, this type of schedule with these young guys, you know, and you're guarding uh, 20-year-old kids a lot of nights. I mean, it's got to be tough. So uh, really, really impressed with Joe tonight and uh, near triple-double, really. You know, he had um, he had the 10 points, and he just had needed a couple more assists and a couple more rebounds. So like seeing Joe filling up categories like that. Well, on a night where the Jazz had 23 turnovers, Joe only had one. Yeah. So eight assists to one turnover, you certainly uh, certainly would take that. Um, Donovan Mitchell was six turnovers, uh, a bit of an issue uh, for Donovan tonight, but he did have 20 points, six of 13 shooting, two of seven uh, from three. But, yeah, that, that 23 turnover n- uh, n- number certainly jumps out at you. But when you win 119-103, to 103, you know, like you said, that's that's what they were doing. They were just trying to turn you over. Yeah, I, I we played a team uh, one year that just sent everyone to the offensive glass. And, you know, at the end of the game, I, I swear to you, they had 28 or 29 offensive rebounds, but we won by 25. Right. And, you know, we can sit and yell at our guys, you got to block out, but they're not used to having five guys, you know, crash the board. So to have, uh, you know, to have a couple of guys there that understand it and and figure that out, it was good. As for the Raptors, Gary Trent Jr. led the way. He was red hot tonight. 31 points, 12 of 18, shooting 5 of 11 from 3. Van Vliet had 24. Birch with 14 
Uh, Barnes had 10, but Siakam, 2 of 14, only four points for Pascal Siakam, which is certainly surprising. He had three boards and five assists, but kind of a non-factor tonight. Yeah, he was. Uh, he didn't he didn't really feel his presence out there. Um, and I imagine guys have off nights, uh, you know, uh, but that was one for him. Uh, you don't see him often go two for 14 and not get to the line one time. So you, it was kind of an, a low activity night for him. Not a ton of foul shots uh, overall. In fact, uh, why don't we why don't we do that while we're at it, shall we? The uh, Chick Fil A foul shot review of the game. Download a whole new way to Chick Fil A. Earn rewards with the Chick Fil A uh, fillet app. All right, uh, let's see here. Foul shots tonight. Fifteen of seventeen for the Raptors. The Jazz just twelve of thirteen. So both teams shot well from the line. They just didn't shoot a whole lot of them. And the game really did fly. I was surprised. I thought that we'd have more whistles, more stoppages. But for the most part, it was kind of an up-and-down game that flew by pretty good. All right, 119 to 103 is your final. I think uh, – do we have Coach ready, Jeff? Okay, uh, Coach uh, not ready yet. So we'll get to uh, Coach Snyder coming up here uh, in a few minutes. Uh, it is your Jazz Game Night postgame show. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe, the Jazz now uh, ten and five on the season, and six and two at home. And just to, you know, think back to it was almost a week ago, Tim, when we were uh, doing the Miami Heat game, and this, and then of course Indiana last week as well. It just feels like uh, the Jazz are in a much different place. What a difference a week certainly makes. Yeah, make some shots, get refocus on the basics, um, and the energy. Like you just went through a whole list of guys that had a good game. You know, and, and we just said, man, we've got to have some guys play well outside of Rudy and Donovan. So to be able to see multiple guys having a, a good night and then to see it kind of happen the way jazz basketball is played, that makes you feel good. All right. Uh, we'll knock out. We're having some computer issues, so we'll just knock out another feature or two. We'll get your postgame sound coming up uh, real quick. So hang in there with us. Let's get to our points in the paint tonight, Coach. Brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call 1-800-GO-CERTA or visit certapro.com. That's Serta with a C. Serta Pro Painters, proven and trusted experts in painting. All right. Uh, tonight, Coach, uh, points in the paint. Jazz outscored uh, the Raptors, just, as you'd anticipate, 48-36. to 36. Don't really, The Raptors just don't, they don't have a rim defender. That's not really part of their game plan. It seems like Jazz did a nice job. Uh, getting to the basket, they got Rudy the ball uh, quite a bit when he was in a really good position to do something with it. The same with Hassan Whiteside. Thought uh, the Jazz did a nice job, as you mentioned at halftime. And I'm not, not sure if the game played out this way, but uh, their shot chart was pretty much perfect. Whether it was, you know, short shots at the rim or threes, and that's it. Yeah, that was that was the most telling thing to me in that in that first half was, <clears throat> and David mentioned that their shot chart was impeccable, but I didn't realize it was absolutely perfect. The Jazz end up taking no long mid-range shots tonight. Zero. The entire game. Yeah. Wow. So 34% of their shots were at the rim, so they did a nice job of prioritizing the rim and getting there. 52% of their shots are threes, and they made 19 of them. So that's that's a great, great number there. Um, and their mid-range shots, they only took 13 total mid-range shots, and they all came from uh, restricted area and, you know, the, the little floater area. That's exactly what they want. Exactly what they want. Like Coach Snyder will go home and be very happy with just the structure of the way this game played out. No doubt, and <clears throat> happy with the the fact that uh, it it seemed to click and the ball seemed to move. And uh, defensively, what do you think, Coach? It seemed like uh, the Jazz played uh, pretty well. Although you know Toronto shot the ball okay from the field, forty one and a half percent. They did a nice job defending the three. Uh, Toronto, uh, 10 of 38, just 26% from three. And, of course, we mentioned the job they did uh, on Siakam without fouling is something that uh, is certainly notable. Yeah, I thought that, you know, you have to take into account the turnovers for touchdowns, just those easy ones that Jazz gave. Once they kind of shored things up there, um, you know, the half court, the Jazz did a great job defensively. They held Toronto to an 82 rating in the half court. So, uh, below even their average, um, and and so that's a that's a great number there. And, and the other number that's awesome, Jake, is that the Jazz got out really a lot in transition and scored a lot of points. They were a plus nine point eight in transition in this game. So wow. 
that's uh, those are good things really trending in that direction that, that we really, feel like they need to be in. It really does make a huge difference for this team, and you can see it. It's something that you can really watch for when you're watching the game. Maybe this is you rubbing off on me, Coach, because it's something you've stressed uh, for years now on this particular show is the Jazz are really good in transition. And if you if you pay attention to it, it it makes a remarkable difference. Like just Joe Ingles, for example, if you watch his game, when he makes the decision, which he did tonight frequently, to push and make either – who did he throw the pass ahead to? Was it Whiteside that he had a really nice skip yeah, pass was, to that, that went up the floor? Yep. Uh, or when he you know, when he dribbles it and gets it up, and he's just an example we're using. But he, it makes a big-time difference for everybody, it seems. Yeah, when you've got the type of shooters, ball handlers on you have on this team and the rim run runners, you can be great. Um, the Jazz, you know, clean up rebounding, get it out. Uh, and if they can advance it with the pass, then you're playing, you know, before the defense can get set. And I told you it's really all about those easy baskets you get there. So you don't have to score all night in in the half court. The Jazz in the half court tonight were terrific, too. Um, they, they were a, a 100 rating in the half court. So really, really good job by the Jazz all the way around. But, man, I'm telling you, when they push it, when their pace is good and they're spaced out, it's, it's really hard to guard. I want to remind you about the Most Valuable Educators program presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Throughout the season, the Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 21 MVEs. Each one will receive uh, a visit from the Jazz Bear, a $1,000 grant, a personalized jersey, tickets to watch the Jazz in a suite. Go to nba.com slash jazz slash MVE to nominate your favorite educator right now. Your final. Jazz win. Sorry, I'm I'm looking at Jeff scrambling over there. Is he? <laughs> I'm trying to try to the, make the, a visual, the, see what we can do here. The and, glass and is steamed up halfway. Jeff's got three phone calls going at once. I mean, whatever's going on on the other side of the glass, it's not good. It's it's, it's like he's trying to protect world peace. One nineteen. To 103 is your final. The Jazz beat the Toronto I'm Raptors. I'm just going to do jumping jacks over here so we <laughs> both get you totally scrambled. Post game is brought to you by Mark, Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at mysubaruis.com. Are we all right to, to uh, step aside for a minute, Jeff? All right. Well, we'll see if we can't get some post-game One, sound coming up on the other two, side. Three, Stay tuned. Four. Jazz Game Night post-game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, we're back. Jazz Game Night post-game show here on the Jazz Radio Network. Brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Jazz win tonight, 119-103 over the Toronto Raptors. They are now 10-5 and five on the season, 6-2 and two at home. The Raptors fall to 7-9 and nine on the season, 5-3 five, five and three, uh, away. We hopefully will be able to get you some, uh, some post-game sound coming up here uh, quickly, dealing with some things here in the studio. Uh, Coach, let's get to... The master of the glass, shall we? Brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, the local vehicle glass expert here for another great year of basketball. I'm proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Light Auto Glass also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebound program at the end of the regular season. Safe Light will donate $5 to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's team re- rebound leader. Not a surprise. Master of Glass tonight, Rudy Gobert. 11 rebounds to go along with his 14 points and two block shots. All defensive, no offensive rebounds for Rudy tonight, but um, 11 rebounds. He's a plus 31 while he's on the floor, and just solid, just solid around. Um, did not miss a shot. How about that? Seven for seven. Rudy had a nice night. Uh, he, back to that Rudy Gobert, Mike Conley lineup being big time in the plus minus. Uh, Mike Conley plus 33 tonight, Rudy plus 31. And Conley... He only took four shots, two for four. He had five points, but had seven assists. So finding a way to impact the game, even when he's not scoring big. You know, it's it's going to be different guys on different nights that, you know, some guys, and, and it's going to be easy on a night to forget somebody, right? Because uh, there's a lot of contributions made. But the seven assists are, are huge. Um, you know, it's a night where Mike really kind of just got out there and kind of orchestrated and got the ball where it needed to. And nights where... 
you know, he'll fall into more shots, but he was he was great out there tonight, plus 33 while he was on the floor. All right. We've we've got the connection fixed. We're good. I thought I was I was working on my Snyder impression over here. Let's go down to the media room. Let's now hear from Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. Every win is a, is a good win, and tonight the you know the way we played with the pass um, against the team. You know, I mentioned before the game that, that it really forces you to do that because of the way that they defend. Um, and I thought. Um, that efficiency helped our transition defense. And maybe the, the biggest thing that we did defensively, um, just as the game went on, we got a lot better on the offensive boards, our defensive boards. What did you think of uh, Rudy Ocho's debut? Um, I think we're calling him Ocho. I got to write an eight on, on the, uh, the board. So we're getting used to that. Um, he played within himself, you know, he, he's, made the game easy because of the decisions that he made, you know, and I think that, you know, he made shots, but that's a byproduct of, you know, making the right play. And that's what we've emphasized with our whole group. You know, it's the, the making shots always stands out, but there's other things that he did that, you know, helped our team. And uh, that's what stood out to me. What are some of those other things? Um, well, defensively, He's length and is, I think, uh, impacts shots, even if he doesn't block a shot. Um, his willingness to move the ball, um, you know, and that the ball, the ball comes back to you. Um, you know, something as simple as spacing, you know, I think with his height again, you know, he's able to pass the ball. And most of the shots he got were, you know, he had the one driving layup, um, but most of the shots he got were after the ball you know, moved some and, and he was open. Um, so he was, you know, he was efficient to be out for that long. Um, you know, it just tells you, you know, he's a basketball player and his feel for the games, you know, that, that such a hard thing to capture when you, you know, you talk about feel, but if you watch the game, you know, you, you can tell what it, what it is. Joe was maybe the most involved that he's been, um, especially kind of playmaking in that third quarter. What, why did you guys get him the ball so much? Was that kind of a close thing? And then what do you see? This yeah, play? I think the, the the kind of the misnomer with our team is is you know, getting the ball to a guy. You know, it's more, um, you know, how many assists did he have? A lot. So, you know, that he, he's getting off the ball when he's doing that. So. Um, you know, we've talked about, you know, one of the biggest things is, I don't know how many defensive rebounds he had, but he was, he was on the glass, um, you know, and that's, that gives him opportunities in transition. Um, and I thought, you know, in, in a similar fashion to, to Ocho, um, you know, Joe just tried to make the right play and, you know, against a team like Toronto, that's so aggressive and pressures you so much, um, you know, the guy that is bringing it up. Um, usually can can create an advantage right away in the possession. And, you know, it happens all the time when you get off it and there's numbers um, and you create that advantage. You know, there was a few times that, you know, we, we made the right decision to drive the ball and travel. But a lot of those plays where guys are driving and kicking, it, it comes back to, you know, the guy that, started the possession, you know, and frankly, Mike Conley dominated the game. I mean, that, and, you know, it says a lot about who he is as a player, you know, when he takes what four shots and dominates the game, you know, I think obviously Joe and, and Rudy Gay, you know, had really good nights. We had, good, you know, a lot of people contributed, but, you know, Mike, in my mind, you know, the way that he played and to, to be, that unselfish to facilitate every, I don't pay a lot of attention to plus minus because sometimes it's deceiving, but 33 jumps out plus 33. It's hard to do. Specifically, what does Mike do to facilitate this offense that kind of gets over this? I mean, Roy's had a lot of good looks tonight. Yeah. What does Mike do specifically? Well, I, I think, you know, he, he's unselfish and he's quick to make the, the right play, you know, and sometimes that you define that a lot of different ways, but, um, you know, his ability to get in the paint, I think is, 
uh, is unique with his quickness. Um, you know, he took shots when he was open, you know, and then a lot of times he made a play to get somebody a better shot. Um, you know, so uh, and the, I, I thought he defended too. You know, he worked. Van Fleet's hard to guard. There's a lot of movement, you know, and he really worked on that. I think he blocked a shot too. So, no, but we, you know, we got the, the main thing is we were precise enough to, to get spaced and we had a, you know, we had a spell there where, you know, I think we, we weren't spaced as well. And, you know, we turned the ball over trying to um, turn the ball over trying to make plays. It's like in, in the right spirit. Um, but tonight, as I, as I mentioned before, you know, the, getting off the ball sometimes is more important than anything and being spaced so that someone can get off the ball. But, you know, we've been talking a lot about offense right now and, you know, just bring us back to the defensive end because getting stops is, is what allows us to do that um, consistently. You mentioned the defense that Toronto scored three baskets over the final nine minutes of the third quarter. What really was the turning point that, that led to that? I, I think it just concentration and focus on that end, you know, and understanding that that sustained consistent effort um, is what allows you to, you know, to not just build a lead, but extend the lead. And there's been times this year where we've been in a position to, to, to extend the lead and, um, and take control of the game. And we, we haven't been as focused on the defensive end. And that, that's really where a, a team can let up in those situations. When you look up and you're up 13 and all of a sudden, you know, you're up six um, because you don't have the right frame of mind thinking about something else other than defending. There's Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. His team beat the Raptors tonight. A lot of a lot of intriguing stuff there from uh, from coach. But first on Mike Conley because we were talking about Mike right before we threw down to coach and uh, what a good game he played. Even though he had uh, he only got four shots up, uh, finished plus thirty three. Coach Snyder said dominated the game. Yeah, I mean you you look at his you know his line, um, just out, everything he did uh, defensively with Rudy up in the ball screens. Um, but I, I just think when he's out there, man, he, the table gets set for everybody. It's, it's no coincidence tonight that everybody kind of got feeling good that hadn't, you know, Royce was really good tonight, made shots. Um, you know, it was, it was one of those nights where everybody kind of got feeling good. And I think Mike Conley had a lot to do with all of it. Yep. I mean, he just, he's a basketball player, you know, and he's the jazz are just a much better team when he is playing. And obviously when he's playing well, and we talked about the, Seven Jazz players in double figures. Mike Conley is not one of those seven, nor is Boyan Bogdanovich. It's, I mean, That's kind of crazy. crazy. It yeah. is crazy. The, the depth, right? The depth that this team can have. Um, I, I'll add something to what you said about Conley. Yes, he, he's a really good basketball player, but he's also a um, very perceptive basketball player. And, you know, it's more – I think he does things almost on a game like this where he's trying to get other guys – uh, feeling better, and he's just willing to sacrifice stuff. You know, he, he's made enough baskets. He wants to win it. He wants to win at the highest level possible. All right, let's go back down to the media room. Let's now hear from Joe Ingles. Recording in I progress. He, uh, I think he stole my shoot. That was a. That kind of pisses me off a little bit, but um, no, I think um, and. and I mean, it's got nothing obviously to do with Eric either. Eric was great for, for I don't know how many games we've played now, 10, 11, 12, whatever. Um, different players, obviously. Um, and, and Rudy's shot-making ability, shot-spacing, shot-floor-spacing. Um, I think it, obviously tonight what they were doing with with kind of blitzing and trying to run us off the three-point line, regardless of of what they were trying to do. I think that that spacing helped either way. And obviously tonight even more, um, but no, it's been fun. It's, it's obviously been a bit of a build up for us because we've watched him and seen him for years and played against him for, for years. But, but uh, to, to have him on your team is, is nice. Um, I remember a, a few games with the Spurs when he was there and kill, he killed us a, a few games, offensive rebounding. I think he played the five a bit when he was there. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's 
hell of a player, 26 seasons in. Um, and hopefully now that everyone knows he can shoot, he can give me some of uh, my powers back. <laughs> what, um, um, you got, your usage had been down a little bit. Tonight was way up in terms of um, the ball in your hand. Was, was there anything to that in terms of um, a focus or did it just kind of happen that way? Oh, you missed media this morning. We talked about it this morning. Should have got up early. Um, it wasn't this story. Oh, what was it about? What was it about? Man, it ain't that secret. Um, no, I mean, I, I we kind of said it. I said it this morning a little bit, but I think with the depth of our team, different nights, uh, uh, different players are going to have nights on on different nights. There's, there's games. I, I think coach said it before. Mike shot four shots tonight, but was plus thirty three and dominated. Kind of bringing the ball up and and initiating that first pass to then that next guy making the play and, and getting the assist and for the people on the outside looks like Mike didn't do much but he was he was dominating obviously um, for, for the people that know and watch the game um, and I think that's a I mean I said it this morning too but like the, obviously everyone wants to get some shots and make a couple shots and, and help the team and there's going to be nights that Mike Connolly shoots four shots. There's going to be nights where, where it's me or, or probably not Donovan, um, but but other guys in the team. Um, there's obviously going to be situations. Donovan's going to have the ball more. Mike's going to have the ball more. Um, picking on different aspects of the game. Obviously tonight, wide pin downs were, were working for us and getting into them, um, being able to hit Rudy or, or hit the, the guy when they help down. So... Um, yeah, I mean, obviously everyone wants the ball at times. We we all want to help our team in uh, on uh, different points of the year. But I think at the end of the day, if we we buy into to the fact that we've committed to trying to win, like it, it's, I mean, we're we're deep. Rudy comes in and Eric doesn't play, and like I said, Eric was great for twelve games or whatever it was. So um, yeah, it's tough um, sometimes, but you've got to figure out ways to to help the team and. Again, some nights I'll have it more, some nights I won't, and, and that's the way it is. And I think if everyone is in the same frame of mind of, of trying to win basketball games, I, I think we'll be fine. You guys like playing against the lifting style of defense because you know the ball movement is really good, and you guys can kind of show some of the best aspects of the way you can play. Yeah, I think it almost like forces us to play the way we want to play to a, to a certain extent. Um, I think we're at our best when we play like we did tonight. Um, I think regardless of the coverages that other teams play, I think obviously there's going to be times when the big's back and you can the guy who's handling can get downhill and, and finish or, or make the play. But I think with our team getting in the paint and, and getting off it, and, and usually a lot of the times the guy that initiates it probably ends up with the shot at the end of the day. Anyway, it comes back around. And um, tonight with what they were doing obviously makes it very easy to do what we did. Um, and make the extra pass and, and and swing it and keep moving it and break the paint and, and find shooters and um but I think I think for us to be successful that's the way we have to play and and we do play like that a lot of the times um there's going to be situations late game and all that that, that Donovan will play two five elbow with Rudy and we'll space and and that's how it will be so um yeah it was it was nice for to I guess almost be forced to play that way and make it obvious that it's a, a really successful way for us to, to play. You guys have had a lot of nights this year where you've gotten good looks from three. Yeah. Most have gone tonight. So is there any final reason for why they're going in tonight? <laughs> I don't know if guys change their meals or anything or no, it's just, again, I think the way they were playing us, it, it, it almost forces you to, not, I don't think guys don't make the right play, but it kind of forces you to make an extra pass. And and the way they were scrambling, it's like a swing, swing, and a drive. And then that that guy on the opposite side is wide open. And um, some of them were were shots we got early in the year too, and we weren't making. So there's going to be nights we don't shoot as well. Um, I think at the end of the day, defensively for us is regardless of how we're playing offense, that's how we have to hold our our hats on on the defensive end and. Rebounding the ball and then being able to push. I think they had like six or seven offensive rebounds in that first 
five or six minute stretch and after that didn't have one for I think till the last quarter or some probably one bounced out somewhere but but we kind of locked in on that and I think for us again to be successful defensively is where it's going to be and then on the offensive end playing the, the way we did tonight. Kind of jumping off that, you did talk about this morning, you know, about making an extra pass from a good shot to a great shot. You also mentioned Royce. Why did see Royce shoot the ball more? Obviously, he did that tonight. Speak about his play. Yeah, I think it again, just kind of making the right play. And again, I think a couple of times they were starting off him and, and kind of almost forcing him to shoot it instead of swinging it to, to Donovan or Mike or Boyana or whoever he, he was out there with. Um, obviously, we trust Royce to, to shoot those shots every time. Um, he, he's he's always going to make the right play. He's unselfish in that aspect. Like he almost will give up a lot of his stuff to to get guys involved, and and he knows who he's out there with. Um, he's trying to get Boyan and and Mike and Donovan touches and shots, and I mean he rebounds the ball and he's trying to pitch it to to me to get me a shot. Like that's just that's the way he is and the way he plays and the unselfishness um, that that he plays with. So he, he was, I mean, he's great. 99 nights out of 100. So, um, yeah, no, he was he was awesome tonight. Do you like him? No, I don't. It's too hard to say. It needs to be something like quick. Yeah, and I don't think he's ever been number eight before. Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone's everyone's kind of riding it. I, I'm going to try and figure something else out. That's too hard. So how am I going to run down the court? I can't even say it when I'm... Um, no, I'll figure something else out. It needs to be like on the fly. And if you're out there with both Rudy's, it's they're both looking at you like it's impossible. We'll figure it. That was, I think it was, I think he actually made it up. Yeah, no, it's terrible. It's terrible. There you go. That is Joe Ingles. And uh, Joe was really good tonight, uh, Coach. 24 minutes, 10 points, 8 assists, 7 rebounds for Joe. Uh, 4 of 8, shooting 2 of 6 uh, from 3. But uh, just really good out there tonight. A game where he, you know, his skill set was perfect because he oftentimes is a guy getting the ball out of a trap. Uh, Donovan will come out, get trapped, throw it to, you know, across the court. And Joe's able to kind of start to play on an advantage, and he's just really good at that. Um, the floor was spaced great, but, yeah, Joe did a nice job, um, and I, I really like the way he asserted himself. I think uh, there's there's a whole lot of areas that I think he can help this team, and it's, you know, it's going to be a nightly thing. Um, like he talked about Mike Conley. Mike Conley was, the, was really unselfish tonight, moved the ball, found guys. You know, and it's going to be different guys every night, but that's what was really fun about uh, the way this Jazz team's put together. 119 to 103 is your final. The Jazz win. They beat the Raptors. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. The My Subaru Is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at mysubaruis.com. Coming up next, more player sound for you. We'll continue to break this one down as well right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe on the Jazz Radio Network. It's brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Wiz campaign. Real stories from real Mark, Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Your final tonight from here at Vivint Arena. The Jazz beat the Raptors 119 to 1037. Jazz players in double figures. Interestingly enough, not uh, Mike Conley and Boyan Bogdanovich were not two of the seven. Uh, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gay both had 20 points apiece. Uh, Royce had 16. Rudy, uh, as mentioned, had 14. Um, Rudy Gobert, that is. Hassan, Hassan Whiteside with 11. Jordan Clarkson with 12. Joe Ingles with 10 coming in off the bench. Yeah, Locks talked about it. The, the differentiation between Rudy Gobert and Rudy Gay is going to be a challenge. And and Ocho seems to be what people are going with for Rudy Gay. I don't know. I'm with Joe Ingles on that. I don't know if I'm feeling that quite yet. We've got to see. It's too Ocho Cinco to me. It, it does scream Chad Johnson. I yeah, and I don't that. want to think there. So I don't know. We'll, David Locke's a professional, and I'm certainly not going to give him any advice on how to handle it. I mean, he's he's forgotten more than I'll ever know. 
so it would be silly of me. I mean, he never called me once and told me, well, he never called me once, period, but he never called me once and told me how to coach my team. So why would I tell him how to deal with the two Rudys? Now you're in the broadcasting world now. I think you you have uh, you you can give advice. Sure. Can I call him kid? No, they, it's kind of funny. <laughs> David had a, uh, a a call where he called Joe Ingles kid, and I thought, you know, Joe might be past his kid stage. I don't know. Uh, David and I are up there in age. Oh, that's you know. You know, we're way past our playing age. I mean, Joe's at least still playing. He is still playing. That um, is true. Oh yeah. Anyway, just that was a tangent. <laughs> was a tangent. Let's get back to the post game player sound, shall we? Let's go uh, back down to the media room and hear from Rudy Gobert. Yeah, Rudy was great. Um, you know, really gave us spark on both ends. And uh, what I really like is like he's really looking for his teammates. You know, and uh, and then he's shooting the ball when he when he's open. And uh, you know, he's he did that pretty well tonight. Uh, it's huge, you know, and um, and his physicality, you know, when uh, you know there was a few times he he, he got somebody on the balls too, he hit somebody and get the, get the rebound, so it's gonna be huge for us. The offensive rebounds were a mess in the first quarter, and then you guys really cleaned it up. Kind of what changed? Uh, just our mindset, you know. I think we're you know a little passive early on. Uh, they played really hard, and uh, we had to raise our level of physicality. Uh, take us through your behind-the-back pass there. Yeah. I just, just went with the flow. You know, I think uh, I went to dunk it first, but then uh, someone ran at me, ran up on me, so I just, you know, made the right play. How has your, how has just your passing improved through the years, and kind of what, what's been your the key to that improvement? I think um, just learning the game, you know, and uh, I love to, you know, find my teammates, make the right play when I get the ball, you know, uh, and, you know, when I feel that, you know, the team is trying to play through me, um, you know, it just gives me confidence to make the right play and uh, either finish at the rim or find the open man. What did you guys do? Um, you guys are noticing better defensively on the perimeter in terms of getting over screens, not letting Fred and and, uh, and Gary get so much freedom coming off the off the picks. I think just our mindset, you know, just try to be more more aggressive on the ball, more physical. Uh, that's what they were doing to us, you know. And uh, I kept telling the guys, you know, let's let's get into them. We might get a few fouls, but they won't be as comfortable. And then me and Hassan just got to be a little higher on those shooters to make sure that we uh, disrupt them a little more too. Royce gave you guys an early spark on offense. Uh, when you see him shooting like that, um, how much confidence does it give the rest of the team just to see him make such an early impact on offense? It's, it's huge, you know, and uh, when the team try to, you know, overplay the role like they were doing and leaving somebody wide open, like, you know, they were always leaving a guy in the corner or, in the top of the key. So uh, Royce is a great shooter and he's going to shoot it with confidence. And tonight, him making those shots uh, allowed us, you know, to to really take off and then, you know, and, uh, and win this game easily. I think you're playing higher up on the screen than you ever, like on, on average than you have in the past. <clears throat> I think it depends. You know, I just, um, <clears throat> I just kind of adjust myself uh, depending on, the flow of the game, uh, who it is, you know, who is the big two. Uh, and just try to feel the game and, uh, you know, uh, and give as much confidence as I can to my teammates. You're getting the ball, it seems, a little higher on some of those screen and rolls. Um, how, 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 how much more comfortable are you or how confident are you to make a play in that situation? I'm really comfortable, you know, making it out the uh, play off the dribble or the pass, you know, and then uh, being a little more patient, you know, I already, you know, something that I really needed to do, you know, be a little more patient underneath the basket and uh, and just uh, just punish them, you know, if uh, just make the right play and, uh, and then play basketball and punish them. There you go. That is Rudy Gobert and Rudy Gay, Rudy Gobert. That's Rudy Gobert, 14 points, 11 boards uh, for Rudy tonight, two block shots. As well as uh, I, I thought, Rudy was good. I thought the Jazz were actually really good at finding Rudy tonight. 
early on he was he was really kind of facilitating a whole lot. He had that short roll, you know, he'd come off a ball screen, roll just a touch. They'd they'd find him, and then he was doing a great job of spraying the ball around. Um, he's improved so much at catching and passing the ball over the last couple of years, even to the point where he made that nice wrap around behind the back and in his estimation was just making the right play. But I thought it was really, really well thought out and, and instinctual for him it was nice. Rudy's smart. Rudy, Rudy gets better. Rudy uh, listens to what he's told. He's very coachable. That's one thing I think Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert both have had in common throughout their career is I would imagine, I don't know this for a fact, but they're probably pretty good listeners. Uh, listen to what the coaches have to say and do a nice job of implementing that uh, in their game. And I, I thought you saw a number of examples of that uh, with Rudy tonight. But specifically, and Booner talked about this too, the eyes out stuff where he gets it and he, he knows where the extra pass is supposed to be when it's available to him, and he did a nice job of finding it. I mean, it'd be easy for him to try to back down every time and make a play for himself, but really got the blender moving tonight and, and got guys shots early that they could feel good and get some confidence. They went through a rough spell with the turnovers, but once they figured that out, um, you know, the jazz really did roll and got a lot of catch and shoot threes. And a big part of that is because Rudy rolls and they have to respect it. And he got a couple of uh, questions there about getting the ball a little uh, higher out on the floor, but really that was, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're the coach here, but uh, when, when Toronto would trap the ball in the pick and roll, they did a nice job of lobbing it to Rudy, and he did a nice job of handling it from there. I think that was a big part of the reason he was getting the ball a little higher is because that was Toronto's game plan to generate those turnovers was to trap the pick and roll. And I thought they did a nice job trusting Rudy that they can get him the ball and he would do the, the correct thing with it. And then the other thing that has to be there, the guy's got to be spaced right because he's got to be able to catch the ball and on that catch know exactly what his read is and be able to make that read. And everybody was spaced great. And, you know, I thought uh, the guys did a good job of getting where they're supposed to go, uh, handle that instinct, that, that initial pressure, and then make a play just uh, instinctual off the, off the pass, uh, whether it be shooter pass. All right, let's get some more post-game sounds. Go back down to the media room and now hear from uh, the man of the hour, Rudy Gay. I remember playing against Jazz and it being so loud. I'm just happy I'm on that side. <laughs> to be honest with you, we really had some good fans and fan base has been great. When you've been sitting on the bench, it's been great. Now coming out here and playing, it just, you know, gives you that extra oomph. You got the six minutes in in the first half and then you play a longer one in the second half, just like conditioning wise, how is it? It's tough. It's tough. You know, um, a little bit of nerves, excitement, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough playing up here in the elevation, but you know, I think it was more nerves than anything. And you got the chance to kind of play with everyone and get a feel of kind of how everyone plays. Just how was kind of the continuity and kind of your chemistry in your first game? Me personally, I feel like I can play with anybody. You know, I just just I just try to play the right way, move the ball when it needs to be moved, score when I need to score. And at the end of the day, just try to uh, play for one goal, and that's to win. So, you know, when you come into a game with that mindset, there's nobody you can't play with. No. What was the best thing that you feel like you did tonight? And what was one thing that you can point to that you say you feel like you got to clean up? One thing I I think I did good today. I didn't hold. I didn't. I didn't hold the ball. Just kept the ball moving. And that's a, that's that's a big thing with this team. I think when we do that, um, we're hard to beat. You know, be a ball mover, um, knock down open shots. Make it easy for you know Don and and, and, and you know Rudy. No, that's it. What do I think I can work on? I just ran a mile after the game to work on my my stamina. So I think that's one thing I can work on. Uh, Joe joked that he, you stole some of his shooting powers. <laughs> um, but how much has just shooting with him helped? Give it all. <laughs> I mean, you know. It'd be some. It'd be the closest people, people closest to you, man. Nah, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, Joe. You know, we know that's what we do here. We shoot threes. And I know that coming in here. I mean, Joe's a good shooter, but I'm, I mean, like I said earlier, I'm no slouch, man. I am closing in on twenty thousand points. There's a lot of threes in that. <laughs> you know, I, I'm usually humble, but you know, I, I can't score. Do you, uh, are you the one that started Ocho? Um, 
I don't know. It just happened. I, it, at first, at first it was Big Rudy, but you know. <laughs> didn't want to rough it. I didn't want to ruffle any feathers. So, uh, no, I'm just joking. But you know, it is what it is, man. It's just, you know, Ocho. It's really for coach more than anything. Right. Writing up on the board. Uh, he called Rudy, and both of us walked up today. So, you know. <laughs> Do your teammates call you that on the court? They they've taught themselves to because you know of the you know even in practice it, it makes me up. So, you know. Mm-hmm. What does Joe like? <laughs> Besides his kids and his family. Uh, I don't think you engage this, but did it feel like the did it feel like the start of year sixteen for you? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. This is this is one of the toughest, you know, off seasons and start of seasons I've ever been a part of. You know, I'm 35 years old, had foot surgery, and you know, basically, I teach myself how to walk again, again after tearing my Achilles before. But uh, it's it's not it's not easy, you know. Um, it's a lot of dedication, and like I said before, you gotta be a little crazy without injuries to play in a, a league this long and be able to stay here and be able to chase around these nineteen year olds and you know be able to play for different coaches, be around different locker rooms. You gotta be a little different, and um, I'm a little different. There, guys. I mean, Mike Conley scores five points tonight and kind of like ran the show up. There are guys coming off an all-star appearance who would be kind of willing to sacrifice their shots and points like that. So what does Mike mean for this team? And kind of when you see that kind of self-sacrifice out of Mike, what do you think? Well, Mike has been doing that his whole career. He's basically whatever the team needs, he does. Whether it's scoring, passing, defense, he does everything. That's why he's so, you know, that's why he's so valuable to this team and every team he's been on. Um, You know, like you said, he shot ball five times, but he really controlled the game. And I think he needs to do more of that. Um, you know, he's, he's a, he's a point guard. He's our point guard. Um, he controls the game. I think we're, we're you know, we're, we're more, we're more detailed than what we're doing and, and, um, he's more involved. And I think, uh, you know, when, when, when that happens, we're hard to beat. There is Rudy Gay. He made his jazz debut tonight and what a debut 20 points in 18 minutes, seven of eight shooting five of six from three. He also added five boards. And a couple of assists for his trouble. Uh, what stood out to you about uh, what we heard just there from Rudy? The end there. I mean, he knows Mike Conley probably better than anybody played with him, certainly in Memphis. Uh, but just his observation that Mike does whatever the team needs. You know, if they if, if they need scoring, he'll give that. If he need if you know he feels like they, he needs to distribute the ball, he'll do that. But the fact that he took four shots and dominated the game, uh, I think, speaks volumes. So it's. Um, you know, just the appreciation of that is Mike Conley. I think on a night where he didn't score it, you know, and that's a lot of the times what we look at that Rudy Gay felt like saying, you know, he's he's a point guard weight. He's our point guard, mm-hmm. and you know that he he definitely played that role to a, to a T tonight. I'm really excited to watch Rudy Gay continue to to fit in. Um, I, I typically try to not wow people my first. You know, I try to give it a while. I don't want to come Set in with the bar my low. Best stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's the way I've been doing it my whole life, man. And don't set that bar you too can't high. Come out and go, you know. No, I'm, I'm really actually happy he did. But just remember, he's going to have some tough nights too. Everybody does. I thought it was interesting. He said uh, that uh, he kept the ball moving because that's what they do on this team. That stood out to me a little bit. He said, you know, what'd you do? He kept the ball moving, moved it. That's what we do on this team. Yeah, and, we, and and said when we do that, we're we're tough to beat. Yep. Um, and, and we've seen that, right? We've seen when it sticks, seen when guys, you know, want to attack isolation style. Uh, but when they just kind of let it go and play together, it's it's a thing of beauty. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Wiz campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse, and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at mysubaruis.com. Jazz beat the Raptors tonight, 119-103. to We'll get you your uh, play of the game and also Coach Lacombe's final thoughts on this one. Coming up next here on the Jazz Radio Network. Pushing ahead is O'Neal. He finds Conley on the right side. Down to Rudy. Behind the back to O'Neal, who lays it up and in. Wow! 
David Locke on the call right there. You play the game brought to you by Larry H. Miller dealerships for service sales and selection. LHMauto.com driven by you. Jazz win tonight. One nineteen one Oh three Jake Scott coach Tim Lacombe with you. That was a great selection for play of the game. That was a great play. Uh, Rudy could possibly have had a dunk right there, but does the unselfish thing in a spectacular fashion with a little behind the back to Royce O'Neal who gets the easy deuce. Love that it's Royce on the receiving end. Guy that does a lot for all the guys. And uh, just an extraordinary play by Rudy Gobert. We'll get it. Not Rudy G. Because that would be both of them. It would be both of them. Rudy Gobert. Can't go RG. And I'm just not going to go Ocho. I I don't know if I'm feeling Ocho. I might just call him eight. Eight? Eight. All right. RG eight instead of RG three. Or just eight. Or just eight. Or how about rude? <laughs> I wonder, I bet Rudy Gobert is more rude than Rudolph. I mean, than uh, Rudy Gay. Than, than Rudy Gay. Or we could just do our tag, our affectionate tag for Rudy Gobert is Rudolph. Rudolph. Not Rudolph, like the reindeer, Rudolph. But I don't know if Rudy would Gobert like the nickname would hate that it. we've given him. <laughs> he probably hate it, but I, it's affection. I mean, we love the guy and we pub him all the time. So just let us call you what we, what right. we want. Big well, guy. anyway, we'll figure it out. I don't know if Ocho, I don't know if I'm coming along with Ocho, but we'll see how it goes. Maybe Locke can figure something. I'm out. sure glad he's on the team. He's oh yeah. To watch. Well, he's, I mean, he, he set the bar really high. Like we were joking. I mean, he's not going to play like this every night, but I, I do feel like he provides another dimension to this team and something that was missing last year. And, uh, you know, there was I just saw a retweet of a comment from Ryan Smith talking about being excited about Rudy Gay being on the team and how that really was the, the big signing of the offseason. It really was. And I, I think you saw what they envisioned a little bit tonight. Yeah. With all the other pieces that have come and worked out, you know, Whiteside's been great. He was great tonight. Uh, so great offseason by by management and, and ownership and the guys, uh, you know, there's a lot of, of weapons for Coach Snyder. He can. You can figure out how to use them all, but uh, I sure like watching this team play when they're really on it. All right, uh, let's take a look if you're just joining us. Uh, just a little review of the box score. Jazz shot 55% tonight, 41.3% from three, 19 of 46. They were led by Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gay, who both had 20 points apiece. Um, let's see here. Royce O'Neal, who played great. He had 16 points to go along with four rebounds and three assists. Rudy Gobert tonight, 14 points, 11 boards, a couple of block shots. Um, also in double figures, Hassan Whiteside coming in off the bench, 11 points. He had three blocks tonight. Jordan Clarkson with 12. Joe Ingles with 10 points, eight assists, and seven rebounds. For the Raptors, Gary Trent Jr. led the way for them, 31. He had uh, some hot spots tonight. Fred Van Vliet had uh, 24. Birch with uh, with 14 points. Uh, the Raptors did not have a player with uh, double-digit rebounds. Boucher had eight. But really, uh, the Jazz crunched the Raptors on the boards tonight, uh, 46-35. to 35. Raptors did have 14 offensive rebounds, but it was far from a, a deciding factor in this one. Another area that Rudy Gay is going to help, you know, just his sheer size, his ability to move people around. Um, this this is a very good rebounding team, and the Jazz should out-rebound their opponent most nights. You would think so. All right, Coach Lacombe, let's get some final thoughts from you on this one before we turn the page. I think I think if you take these last two games, you're starting to see, um, you know, those, those traits about this team that, that everybody loves, uh, certainly making shots, you know, and – the way that the ball's moving, uh, certainly tonight had to overcome some turnover stuff and some some offensive rebounds uh, early on. But like I said, most teams are gonna they're gonna have strengths and you've gotta you've gotta account for them the best you can. The Jazz, I thought tonight really showed a, a, a an exciting brand of basketball, really cohesive. Uh, the ball moved around. I think as I mentioned, what Conley you know was was able to do tonight with very few shots, um, you know, but still was such a huge part, even with Coach Snyder calling him, you know, dominating the game. I think there's a lot to that, and I think that's a lesson that all the guys can take because there's a lot of talent on the team. Um, and night in and night out, it might not be you every night, but uh, be happy for your teammates and just keep pulling in the same direction. There's a lot to do, uh, and this team showed improvement over the last couple games. Big thanks 
to David Locke and Ron Boone doing a great job calling all the action as usual. Thanks to the broadcast assistants tonight who worked on uh, on the broadcast tonight. A little redundant there. Apologies. Thanks to Jeff Carroll, executive producer of Jazz Game Night. Appreciate his work, of course. Thanks to Mark Miller Subaru, the title sponsor of the post game. Want to remind you about the My Subaru Is campaign uh, featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some. Share your own at mysubaruis.com. And, of course, Coach Lacombe, you're the best. Thank you very much. We're, we're going to miss you on, uh, on Saturday night for the next game. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, someone's got a 30th wedding anniversary? No big deal. Yeah, my uncle actually down in Vegas. No, it's me. I'm that old. Gonna spoil your beautiful bride this weekend. Do a little celebrating. We're just gonna go down and hang out. We haven't. Life's been kind of crazy and hectic, sure. so we're gonna go down for a couple of days. It'll be nice. Congratulations, buddy. Thanks, that's, man. That's great. That's amazing. It's amazing she stayed with me this long. Hey, you're a catch. Don't, ah, sell, don't sell yourself short over there. You're a tremendous slouch. <laughs> uh, our next broadcast is coming your way on Saturday night. The Jazz will be in Sacramento to take on the Kings. A game will tip off at 8 o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins at 7. And, of course, you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.